When we kicked off the Nifty Show on May 30th of 2020, we did it because we were fascinated with this space and we we're creating NFTs of our own to bring to the world. Fast forward 17 months and we're now at episode number 100. We've also minted over a million NFTs. On top of that, we've had the opportunity to speak with hundreds of amazing people, advise on top projects, and be on the forefront of an emerging industry that's changing how people view art, collectibles, communities, and experiences. Today, we walk down memory lane and review the journey thus far. From crypto kitties to epic shit, this is episode number 100 of the Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. The locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Looking into the past, what do we see? Lots of pixels in our wallets and less money. <laughs> Boy, that is true. <laughs> That is true. I was looking through my NFT wallet. Um, I was I was with my friend, uh, John Lee Dumas, friend of yours as well. And John's actually started his own podcast about NFTs. He's a couple episodes in. You guys go subscribe to NFTs on Fire. Uh, if you don't know John, he is the host of the very popular Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast and went down the NFT rabbit hole. He's got some V friends. He's got a board ape and, and a bunch of others. And uh, his show is a different type of format. It's a solo show. And he he gives a point score to different projects to determine you know how good he thinks they are. Anyway, NFTs on fire is that. And I uh, hope, hope that uh, you listen to his show and our show, both. Yeah, you can do that. You can multitask. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. You have two ears. You can listen to them both at the same time. You know what is weird about our show is that... Um, Just one thing? <laughs> well, there's many things weird, but like we have, what, like five to ten times more people listening on the podcast than we do actually watching on video, right? Yeah. I, yeah, like I, I don't understand it. Um, NFTs are very, well, I guess I do. NFTs are very visual. And yeah. so, you know, the, we record the nifty show in a video format, but we also put the audio out and I guess more people like to take it on the go and learn about the projects. And then if they want to check them out, they can go, you know, check yeah. out the show notes, which by the way, for this episode, nifty.show forward slash 100 and uh, this show's a little different than our typical nifty news show. We've got a couple news stories, but Travis is leaving the show. He's, <laughs> he's leaving. Travis, Travis, <laughs> Jack. I know. Well, we'll still be doing Bad Crypto together. And, uh, you know, really the thought was is that there's a lot of recordings and things that we're doing and other projects that are going on, a lot of advising, a lot of stuff that's going on. And I was like, Originally, I was like, well, I guess I could step away from bad crypto. And Joel's like, no, we've been doing that for four years. Do you, under no circumstances, are you quitting bad crypto? Not allowed. I was like, what? Okay, well, I guess I'll quit Nifty Show. Uh, I love Nifties. I'm going to keep doing Nifties. And um, we're going to talk about the journey, where we've been, how we've gotten to where we are today, and then kind of where we're heading because we have a lot of stuff that's going on. I'm still going to be a friend of the show. I'll probably still come on and do uh, some guest hosting from time to time when needed. And uh, maybe maybe be like one of those daily show correspondents, but with less leftist rage. 
Yes. So uh, my son, Zach, who has been a guest host on the show before, of course, is the mastermind behind Blockchain Heroes uh, characters and lore and the upcoming Draco Dice, which you'll learn more about soon, is uh, stepping in as the co-host. So kind of fun. I mean, Blockchain Heroes has been father-son, father-son project from uh, from the beginning. Maybe you'll start a show with uh, with Jarek, your son. Uh, you know, maybe I, he's never done any shows. So if he shows some interest, maybe, but uh, probably not. But that's a good idea. He's got to show interest to do. A it's true. Show. He's got to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. I think, you know, being 19 uh, and uh, having gotten into crypto kind of early for himself, like I would I would literally give them their allowance in 2015 in crypto and Litecoin and Bitcoin. And then when, when Jared did work with us with wax and the price of wax took off, it's like, you know, almost like not quite crypto rich, but like he's he's happy enough. I think he's like, he's maybe a little too, maybe a little too complacent at this point. <laughs> he's like, I'm just chilling. I'm chilling. I'm 19. I'm almost 20. And I got money in the bank and I can still get high. Yeah. That's why your girlfriend thinks that I'm so fly. It's his last year as a teenager. So today we do no, have a couple last few days, actually. Last oh, five this days is it. Yeah, he's no turning back. So we do have a couple news stories and we're going to cover that. And we also have a few projects that we're going to give shout outs to. I mean, we've got I've got every day. I would say there are a dozen projects that reach out to me personally. I don't know how many are reaching out to you, but on Twitter, on Telegram, on Discord, via email, and uh, they all want to be on the show. And we don't do guests usually on the Tuesday show, just on the Thursday show. But um, in order to accommodate giving shout outs to more of these projects, I look at them and go, mm, don't really care about that one. Don't really care. That one's kind of cool. And so we don't ask for money, but I say, hey, toss us uh, you know, a few NFTs and, and we'll talk about you. So that's kind of the way you know, like this show is not monetary it's not profitable for you know the sake of money we're just in it for the nfts and so uh, we'll share a few projects with you that we thought were it's not monetarily profitable but it is pixely profitable so much profit in pixels i have so many more pixels <laughs> than i had when we started and i thought what we would do here first is we're going to kind of take a walk down uh, memory lane and do a little history of nfts from our perspective and it all yeah. started in december of 2017 that's how long we've been following this uh this space it all began with a meow oh. what episode was that that was looks like episode number 59 uh we had episode 59 and we also talked about him again on episode 66 so if you go to badco.in forward slash five nine uh, or six six, you can actually hear. Uh, first of all, when we were laughing about it, when we first heard about these about the the, the crypto kitties, and then we actually that that actual one should be an NFT from episode fifty nine. Like that show card is so good because it has one of your it has your kitty, a bad crypto Joel, and then it also has mine. I guess I could share my screen too. You got your screen here on that. We're going down memory lane. This is Crypto Kitties. This is today, Crypto Kitties. Yeah, this is Crypto Kitties now. But you know, in the beginning, uh, it was it was really simple. Let's see if I can log in. Wait, what's going on here? I do not want to mint something. What was that about? Like I went to to hit the, start. Pop up didn't pop, it didn't pop up. It immediately wanted to hit my my MetaMask. I'm like, wait, start by taking money before I even know what what's going on here. 
-hmm. so I'm going to jump into my MetaMask. I'll show you the kitties that Let me show I you have. real quick. Let me go ahead. Yeah, let's, here's the uh, here's episode 59. But this is Bad Crypto Joel right here, and this is Bad Crypto Travis. But poor Bad Crypto Travis, he is lost to the annals of time. There is no more Bad Crypto. He's actually still there on the blockchain somewhere, but literally. The, like we got crypto kitties and then like the next day my mac my macbook crashed and i hadn't backed up my metamask so completely screwed on that one but that so was that I've one got, there they are look at that there it is nice. yeah and we were yeah. cracking up we're like hey you can get these cats and you can uh, you can breed them um oh, yeah. and so i travis lost his like he as he is wont to do uh i did not lose mine this says these are my kitties that i still have uh, I would think that, you know, this is a pretty there's low bad crypto number. Joel right there. Yeah, there's bad crypto Joel. And um, he's a slow breeder. He takes his time. This one's plotting. This one's super snappy. This is a Gen 7. This is a Gen 4. Uh, but this is the lowest number that I have. So like when they came out, they were like, boom, boom, boom. And um, immediately. Dude, this is like immediately, like as we got in on it as like, Crypto kitties, and we were like, boom. I mean, look at that. We were in there before the first 50,000 were minted. How many? What are they on now? That's what I oh, want to know. Two, three million. I think it's, I think it's just over two million, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm probably mistaken. So, I mean, you know, here's the thing about crypto kitties is there are so many of them. You know, we're yeah. seeing a lot of generative <laughs> projects that have eight, 10, 12,000 now, but there mm -hmm. are so many kitties. And so what's the uh, what's the actual value of them? let's go on uh, age here, sort by age. And OK, yeah, so they're definitely there are over two million of them right now. Yeah. And they they've evolved. I mean, they've got really guy right there. style like samurai. If yeah. you go to the catalog, like fancy cats and exclusive cats, you can see, how, you know, how they've changed. Oh, yeah. Very, very evolved over time. Now, what was interesting is that CryptoKitties came out of a company called Axiom Zen, A-X-I-O-M-Z-E-N.com is their website. And they're a startup that builds startups. So they've actually, they built Zen Hub, Dapper Labs, right? Which is now Dapper Labs, which is the one that creates this. But Axiom Zen is their site. They've created another one called Toby Hammer and Tusk and uh, Routific. So they're creating all these different technology sites, but Dapper Labs is the one that launched uh, NBA Top Shot and decided to build Flow, the blockchain, because why? Ethereum gas fees were killing the crypto kitties. And so they said, hey, we got to go over and do that. Hey, what is this? Cheese Wizards? Look at that. that that's an older one. And uh, not, yeah. I don't know, you know how big it actually happened. Only $250,000 in transactions only. Um, it, not one of their biggest properties. NBA Top Shot is is much huger, and Flow is a big deal. UFC is coming soon to Flow, and I think I don't they don't have it on the site, but I know that they were doing uh, Dr. Seuss yep. NFTs as well. And well, those, that's coming I, out. Yeah, they're not they're on still coming now. out on that one. At least they, we thought they were. They, they talked about it now. Flow, flow was one of those things. So we had many conversations with Dapper. We had conversations with people at Axiom Zen before Dapper was spun off. And so we knew when flow was going to come and I was all excited about it. And I was like, all right, I want to participate in the private sale. I'll drop in, I'll drop 20 grand in that. That sounds awesome. Well, unfortunately we live in America and coinlist.co does not allow Americans to participate in these ICOs. So flow came out of the box at 10 cents a pop. You could buy it. 
and then it's been as high as $30, right? So there's a significant amount of gains that could have been had if we didn't have the nanny state to protect us from investing our money. Although, as I've liked to said many times, I can go down and throw down 50 grand on some lottery tickets if I want, but I can't spend 20 grand on some crypto kitties and get in on the flow. I went into my OpenSea wallet. So this is just Ethereum and I sorted by oldest and you could see the oldest NFTs I have are my crypto kitties. Um, I recently this, bought this, this bad crypto Travis lost kitty lost kitty. I recently bought a Sioux square, but it's an old NFT. Um, mm -hmm. And then you could see here, I bought a Decentraland property a while ago. That's just mm -hmm. sitting there empty. And then from playing gods unchained, the immutable X game, I've got some crypto kitty statues. Uh, but when you fast forward through here, look at this. I've got an early Ken Bosak business card NFT. And then I've got a bunch of them, um, NFTs from Consensus. They were doing drops from uh, from Cred, right? Very early on from NFT NYC. And all yeah. of these were like in the goodie bag for NFT NYC. Uh, they were on the right path, but this particular method. And then look what happened, Trav. MLB champions. Yeah, I got that one. I got that one also. Yeah, look at this. I'm looking at these right the, These are vintage and they are no longer being produced. And um, I don't know, maybe one day that they're really going to be like old school worth something. I don't know. <laughs> Can you actually see on on look at one of your crypto kitties? Can you actually see the mint number of the crypto kitty on on that? Um, well, let's click on this one right here. I'm yeah. looking at it to see. Sometimes it's not in the properties. It might be in the stat uh, no, generation, generation details. Yeah, token ID two four four seven zero seven. Oh, okay. Under under details. Gotcha. Token ID. There it is. This is such a <clears throat> vanilla kitty. Like it's so it's so plain, right? Except he's got the eyebrow that I like to do. He's got the eyebrow, which is why he's uh, Travis's lost kitty so what i'm looking for here is when we minted our first nfts uh and it would have been for which conference was it that we went to the washington elite well we were first one yeah well point. so we went to miami in um 2000 well we were we've been talking about it the whole idea of creating this proof of listening idea like you listen to our podcast or you meet us at an event and we can give you an nft right that was the initial thought and so we partnered with uh, Patricio Wurfhalter at uh, Proof of Attendance Protocol, and uh, we worked on this. So this right here was our very first one. <laughs> Excuse me. This is very it. This first is one that we created. That for bad crypto. It looks like I had minted a bad coin one for fun um, playing around on engine, but this was the first one that we NFT 000. And this yeah, because was it was like an event before the event, and we didn't know how many people were going to be at the Washington Elite event. And so we said, hey, let's create that. So January 14th, 2020 was the first time that we created that. And oh, look at that. Look how what rare. Look how rare this city, is. City Miami is a low property, so that's rare. Yeah. So the token ID actually doesn't have anything to do with the mint. It has to do uh, with something else. So there you yeah. go, because there's not 5,500 of these. There's a very maybe small... that's one of the first, maybe that's one of the first NFT, like really. 20 early 2020 that's early on uh on minting nfts what about click on one of those blockchain here or one of those bad coins what number is that meant on that let's see uh, so this was minted on engine 
And um, yeah, I mean, look at the token yeah, ID. It's, it's totally like token. it's qu yeah. quadrillion gazillions. So so this was the first one. And if you met us at Washington Elite, just a handful of these were given out. And then ten. I think there's only 10 in existence. Right after that, we went to the North American Bitcoin Conference and then uh, you, you created this one. It seems like yesterday, but in NFT years, I mean, this is almost two years ago. Right. Um, and we and, and if you came by the booth, we scanned your wallet and we dropped you this NFT and gas fees where it was a buck, you know, to drop it to you. Right, it, was, right. it was like, here, boom, nothing, done. There was nothing to drop these. So these are really rare, folks. Like if you wanted to get out, like as far as like history of NFTs go, like, like I mean, like it, bad crypto, these are as early as it gets right there. So then what happened is um, we looked at this uh, technology, the PO app, proof of attendance protocol that Patricio had done. We thought, what if instead we created proof of listening, the world's first NFT that would be a reward for having listened to a podcast? Well, we used those first two there with Patricio's technology where he had these little stickers that were QR codes. So if you met us at the event, you'd scan that QR code sticker and then boom, you could claim that later. But then as Joel mentioned, we thought about how could we utilize that a little bit differently and so we decided to, to test it all out. And what we would do is we would say, hey, for the next 72 hours, you can claim this NFT. So we had an interview with Peter McCormick, what Bitcoin did. And this was NFT number two from Bad Crypto. Mm -hmm. And uh, we launched that bad boy. And I don't even know how many of those are out there. It's hard to tell how many of these are out there because they don't necessarily say. Yeah, I, I don't. More than 50. I don't know how many of them are out there, but I do know that uh, the way we did it, you know, it was still primitive. We didn't have like a QR code. We said, hey, go fill out this form, put your Ethereum address in and I'll close the form 72 hours after the show and we'll drop them. And that's yep. what we did. And we did it for Peter McCormick. We did it for Samson Williams. We did it for Jason BTO. We did it for ETH Denver. We did it for our episode with Vitalik, uh, Ron Paul. Um, I'm not sure this is just you and I. That's on NFT NYC right there. Oh, NFT NYC. Yeah. And we did it with Ben yeah. Swan. Uh, but then something really interesting happened, Sir Lord Travis. Um, I, I came up with an idea. I, I mm -hmm. like the way you tell the story. Tell the story. Well, we were having a conversation around uh, um, Joel comes to me and says, hey, man, why don't we like print out or create some NFTs around some of the the top people in blockchain and we can call them blockchain buddies. And yeah. I was like, like trading oh. cards. Yeah. Like little trading cards. And I was like, Oh, like garbage pail kids. He was like, yeah, like garbage pail kids. And I was like, well, let's not call them blockchain buddies because there's this gay bar in Kansas city called buddies. I have nothing against gay people, but every time I just laughed every time I was like blockchain buddies, rainbows and beers clinking. And uh, this is my own mind because it's funny. And uh, and I said, no, maybe not. But then we just we had that conversation. And then what? Like a week later or two weeks later, Tops announced they were going to do a garbage. Bill well, well, it, it didn't happen that fast. What happened is that um, COVID hit. We were supposed to go All travel right. and do stuff and COVID hit. And we got totally distractified and we said, oh, uh, let's let's not focus on this thing. Let's put on a virtual event. 
And so within 30 days, we put together virtual blockchain week, uh, which beat all of the the big conference, you know, hosts to the punch because we're agile and small and able to move quickly. And there's uh, no way we could have got those kind of guests now because there's so much virtual mm -hmm. conference fatigue. But right then, none of them had happened yet. So we launched the very first and biggest virtual blockchain conference, not one day. It was five days, folks. Like it was, it day. was seven days, it was Travis, <laughs> and just was. about destroyed every relationship we had in the process uh, internally. But we pulled it off. Um, but it was during prep for that that Tops announced that they were doing garbage pail kids and they were going to launch them on the Wax blockchain. Now, you and I, we had heard of the Wax blockchain. Well, there was a story about that earlier, like Tops announced it like in March or something is when they announced it. Okay. Right here. No, they announced it before. They announced that before. They said they were going to do it. I think it was like about about a week or so after we had that conversation about doing blockchain buddies. So here's the thing that we looked at this and they had with Wax developed a mechanism to be able to package cards just like you would buy garbage pail kids cards in a pack and open them and see what you got only now they were able to make these as nfts on wax randomize what you would get in your packs and have some super rare collector's editions and ultra rare cards and this absolutely took off uh blew up they saw it took them about 36 hours to sell them all out, which at that time was super fast, right? Mm-hmm. For a, for a sellout. Well, and- I remember they had their two packs. They had their small pack and their big pack, their mega pack. Mm-hmm. The mega packs were already sold out by the time that we heard about it. So we actually, the guys at Tops had reached out, or we reached out to them, or something. I don't remember what exactly had happened on that, but they let us know. Oh no, I think they wanted us to talk about it on Bad Crypto, and um, yeah, the mega packs were already gone. And so we, I snagged a bunch of the uh, the regular packs, and the next thing you know, man, those packs for those first series packs, like like they're going for a ridiculous amount now. Yeah, they are. In fact, I'm going to log in here to my account, and like you could see right here, the standard packs. This was the release date, uh, September 30th. Is that that's, accurate? I think that's that's number two. That was the yep. second. That was the oh, second series, series two. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Here, scroll down. Uh, oh, it doesn't have the previous ones on here, unfortunately. Those are series two ones. But if you go to uh, the secondary markets, I still have unopened series two packs here, but I also have unopened series one packs, and these are these are worth several hundred dollars each. Nope, I'm not opening one right now. Not going to do it. Uh, but like the atom bombs. This is episode 100. You should totally open them. I'm not opening one. <laughs> not not going to do it. I'm, I'm hodling, I'm hodling my packs. Uh, this was big, but what this did for us is it showed us that the wax technology could be used to create. And that's when uh, we, we revisited the idea around May of that year and uh, came up with the idea of doing blockchain heroes. Let's take yeah. these characters and put them into a alternate reality where they are heroes inspired by real crypto personalities. Mm-hmm. I remember we were going through the brainstorming session and, and we were like, maybe we could do blockchain rock stars. Like, right. And I was like, rock fierce. Like, and he's like, you know, he's got like a Stevie Ray Vaughan vibe and he's like a rock and roll guy. And then that was like, wait a second, rock fierce. Like, 
maybe they're superheroes and he's like a rock and he's like and I'm like okay well and then the, the idea of making them heroes was really interesting blockchain heroes because then you get to take all these interesting folks that have done stuff in blockchain ourselves not included although there we are <laughs> if we're going to do a series of blockchain heroes by god we're putting ourselves in it right <laughs> and so we did uh the series went on sale in august of 2020 august 8th 8 8 2020 oh, very good and um we brought a whole new vibe to uh to wax we brought a, a really cool pack opening patting ourselves on the back patting uh our sons on the back for for helping us zach for ideating the characters your son for picking up so quickly on photoshopping being able to assist in making these these cool variations mm -hmm. and we were the first wax project major project to sell on atomic hub which is now the main marketplace for um, buying and selling and trading wax NFTs, followed by Nefty Blocks. They're growing mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, and the very first one they had just launched, and I mean the, I mean the the template IDs for some of ours were just like like sub one hundred or something, here, right? They well, I don't know really, about they weren't that low, but this one was number six. Well, that's a that's a much that's a much bigger one later on down the road. But it's like there was some of those. I mean, some of the ones that we were launching. The, that we had even tested like maybe there's a, a a bad coin roller coaster or something there's something that was created on the i, on I the think bag. the earliest one that i minted was a do good stuff um okay. nft in fact here let's just do this if i go created oldest um the oldest one I, it looks like uh nifty wizards did some stuff before us and like that Kurt Bragg and always ahead of the game. There we go. Do good stuff. This was uh, the earliest one that either one of us had minted for <clears> it was number <throat> 597. And we were also blockchain here was was the first project to sell uh, only for wax uh, because tops took dirty fiat for their mm -hmm. cards. And we were like, nope, we are fighting against the centralizers it seems wrong to set up a fiat gateway for this and we sold for wax only yeah and i think the price of wax at the time was like four cents or something three to five cents whenever that thing came out and it was like why do you want to take dirty fiat that's not going to increase in value when potentially you know wax could increase substantially in value we think that wax is still severely undervalued um, i mean you see some of these projects like like axie infinity that's worth seven billion dollars, and you see wax today is worth not even what half a billion. Right. Yeah. Not it, even it, half a billion dollars, and 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 so there's still room for growth, I think, within the wax ecosystem if they get their marketing and stuff correct. But it's just an ecosystem that we said, wow, this is fun. There's no gas fees, right? Wax is two hundred and twenty-two thousand times more efficient than Ethereum. So if you try to if you try to mint on Ethereum. You're getting these ridiculous gas fees. Sometimes you're paying a thousand dollars in gas fees, and like it's sickening. Like I was minting some cyber hornets recently, and I was like, "Are you serious? I'm not going to mint them right now. The gas fees are ridiculous. No way am I going to mint these right now." And I think that was actually part of the reason why cyber hornets didn't sell out because those gas fees were so high at the time of those launch. People were just like, I'm "Not going to do it." That's why we're starting to see L2s popping up that are that are more helpful, like Polygon and some other ones that are popping up, Immutable, and then some of these other blockchains that are popping up over time as well. But Wax has always been near and dear to our hearts. We sold out very quickly our first series of blockchain heroes, and then we've we did some additional launches 
and they ended up inviting us to be be part of the Wax Advisory Council uh, alongside people from like Google and Marvel Games and and Animoca and some other big mm-hmm. brands, right? You mean we we also pioneered a bunch of the burn mechanisms. Um, you know, M Blue, who's a good friend of the show um, at Uplift Arts, done some amazing things and continues to. Him and Corey are just blowing it away. They've got a um, an art marketplace now. They've got the Uplift World on Minecraft that uh, that's building out. But he was super early, and he was the first one we saw that created a music video for an nft and uh we we took a page from what he was doing with the burn mechanism and we uh, put our own spin on it and you were able to combine burn blockchain heroes from series one and create all new cards and mint them on demand and it, it wasn't too long after that that uh, I surveyed the landscape and we realized that there was not any kind of NFT subscription box. And so in September, well, we had that idea earlier and we were like, Oh mm-hmm. man, we could do it. That was like one of the uh, earlier ideas, but then we finally decided with the capabilities to do that because it's like, once you're able to go through and see a certain ID, like, like, Oh, we know that these wallets have this particular template or this particular asset in their wallet. And then, oh, we said, well, shit, we could create an annual membership nifty box card where if people who have this ID, then we're able to actually drop these in their wallets. And this was before the Pranksy NFT box, mm-hmm. before anybody was doing the any first other one. Nifty box. By the way, shout out to the guys at Bounty Block, bountyblok.io. They developed the tool that allows us to, um, to see who's holding the membership cards and drop NFTs to them. We've been dropping NFTs to 280 subscription boxes since October 1st of 2020. The membership ends December 31st, 2021. And I mean, people have gotten crazy drops. They've gotten stuff that like just that the alien world's promo pack alone um, right. is worth hundreds of dollars, right? Just that one mm-hmm. NFT. And we drop mm-hmm. anywhere from eight to 12 NFTs every month. Uh, and I'm not doing it again. No, I'm not doing not it. In that, not in that format. Not good. You know what? Have we, we it's too much, too much work. Impact. It's, it's, it's daily. It's, exactly. it's ongoing, regular work to acquire the items to drop and then to yeah. do the drop. And, uh, yeah. I have spent countless hours, managing this personally and uh, thank you to everybody who's been a member but i'm not doing it again <laughs> yeah it was fun interesting idea the website looks great i built that it was nice yeah, we should open up a pack should we open up a pack of uh, the first edition blockchain sure. heroes I go for do it do you got one handy all right here is the wonderful blockchain heroes website in this video right here joel created if you haven't had a chance go to bcheroes.com this right here video is awesome talking about the journey of blockchain heroes then we launched Stonk Wars. We're going to talk about some of this other stuff that we launched, but I'm going to go ahead and open up a Series 1 pack right here. You're buying it. You're buying it. No, I'm, I'm opening it. All right. All right. Let's see here. Trade and open up packs. I have some unopened packs over here. Oh, look at this. I got, oh, I got a Titan pack too. If you ooh. pop Electric Genesis, I'm going to crap my pants. I'm just going to This say. is episode number. So give me number one through eight, Joel. Two. Two. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking three, but I said two. So it's two and a half. Uh, The Electric Genesis. That 
opening still stands the test of time right there. So much nostalgia. And it's only a little over a year old. Mm-hmm. And no cards. I guess no cards dropped out of there, I guess. That was nice. Let's that was, was anticlimactic. Yeah. It was a great opening, though. Let's go to your cards. Love. So these are the right. ones that just popped up. Celestials, Master Control, Executive Powers, Rocket Man, a sticker, and Bitcoin Bro. That's what we got. Very nice. Did not so get an the, electric. Actually, this was this was a seven card pack because I would have gotten this. I would have gotten the sticker. Yeah. And I would have gotten five cards. So yeah, yeah, I got this was a seven card pack, actually. You got bonuses. Yeah. I did. That was exciting. Although yeah, that, they didn't drop. They didn't drop. I think the old wax technology is not as doesn't work as much as because they've they've adapted the code so much over time. Which is why we've uh, moved to Atomic Hub. And and since then, blockchain <clears throat> heroes are now they're available on the quit app. Uh, we're gonna be releasing re-releasing series one with new variations on the internet computer on November 12th. More about that in uh, in the future. Disney and acquired us. They're doing a TV show around it. They're going to have a, we're going to have that's not true. watching hero princesses. There's nothing no. true about that. No, there's not one word. True. That's, no, uh, but we are, our next release is coming December 15th. And that is blockchain heroes, retro rebellion. Uh, and the in between new, the next new, new release on wax will be that. Yeah. As you just yeah. mentioned ICP, we're dropping one over there on the 12th of November, which Internet protocol, internet computer protocol is pretty sweet. And and these new these new designs are coming out pretty sweet on this one as well. But all brand new, as you mentioned, uh, Retro Rebellion. What day is it? December what? December 15th is going to be the day. And, and we're going to be revealing more about that um, very, very soon. So it's been a great journey, Travis. I mean, in, in you know, without going on and on, we talk so much about all the generative projects now um and there's so many of them that uh, i don't know that we need to review other yeah. than if you bought a crypto punk or a bored ape you're sitting on a ton of cash <laughs> yeah you know one of the, the funnest things i think that we did was um let's see the oh the, the pre-sale decks right mm. the pre-sale decks were so cool because like we literally and i'll actually share my screen here again um first kickstarter these, the very first Kickstarter ever with this. And what we did, well, here's the hero pre-sale deck. And then we had a Titan pre-sale deck. So basically these are a deck of cards and uh, these cards, I have a set, I have a set right over here somewhere <clears throat> that, um, yeah, we got them printed out at the same place that magic, the gathering does all of their cards. Mm-hmm. So these cards mm-hmm. are spectacular, but it just shows the faith of the community. Like we were building up the community and every week having a hero report, where the top members of the community would come into the Zoom and we would share stuff. And then we're like, look, we're, there's been so many people who've wanted to have decks of cards. We're going to do them. And we launched and we sold 700 decks in like 42 hours, pre-sale, sold them all out. And they basically just got an NFT. And later on, they would redeem that NFT for the decks, which nobody had done that before. So it just kind of was one of the things that Joel and I would like to do is really explore what's possible with nfts like what can you do with nfts they're not just collectibles they have utilities and one of the things we've noticed recently joel is that nfts that don't have utility they don't sell as well now do they it seems like not uh it you know if you don't have some sort of utility or community experience around you know what you're building then uh people are buying art still because they like art but 
they're demanding more from their collectibles that they're tied to some sort of utility and uh, that, you know, everything that we're doing going forward has utility tied to it for sure. You know where I think the, the switch got flipped on the utility, Joel? Our planet or alien well, our planet was one, uh, but and then nationwide, I think industry wide was when Gary V launched V friends, right? Mm. Cause the utility that he attached to every single one of those NFTs, those weren't just collectibles. They're not just collectibles. Those are, each NFT is a ticket to the VCon. Each tick, each each uh, thing has something attached to it. Like you could do a five minute or a FaceTime with Gary, or there's all these different things that uh, that he had tied up in that. And man, now V Friends, V Friends has sold a ridiculous amount. I keep getting offers for like twenty five ETH and stuff for my gift goat. Like it's crazy. Like I bought that thing for five ETH, and now people want to you know, offer a whole bunch more. So the value of that with those utility is huge. So if you're going to launch an NFT series, you better be thinking about what you're going to do to, to add utility to it, to make it worthwhile, not just a collectible. He hasn't delivered any gifts yet though. Still waiting. On I haven't gotten one damn gift yet. Still haven't gotten a gift. So it's, it's not the goat yet. It's, it's yeah. like, it's the nothing of all time at the right. moment. I tell you, one of these things could have sold. I, I, I had a chance to sell one for 42 ETH. I saw like 42.5 was the floor at one point. And I was what like, is it now? Right, I'm about to sell it. I don't know what the floor is right now. I haven't seen it in a while. Mm. I haven't looked. Yeah. Well, all I know is he's got to deliver and over deliver on it. So, uh, yeah. And there's honestly, uh, for um, a few months, I was watching every project that launched and I was feeling FOMO. And now I'm missing most of them because there's too many. And I've noticed that a lot of projects, a lot of them are not even getting out of the starting gate as far as selling some really good art. That's just it's just not moving because you have so many people in it now that are just looking for the money um, the, for the quick flip. And it reminds me of the early ICO days in 2017. Um, and so if there's 15 launches a day, there might be one superstar in all of them. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. And, and sometimes. It's hard to predict because there's been some that I've looked at. And I was like, eh, those aren't that cool. And then they sell out immediately. And then some of them I go, oh man, these are badass." And they like, like not sell out. So it kind of blows me away. Like I, for one, we love those eternal Royals, those eternal Royals, they sold out, mm -hmm. but the floor on those is now are less than what people were paying for them originally, at least on some of them, it's like 0 0.045 on a lot of the Queens, but a lot of the, a lot of the Kings, uh, are going for more, but the Queens are not going for as much. Um, well, and then you've got cryptodes, which let's face it. These are uh, no offense to any of you cryptodes fans. I wish I'd bought one just, you know, for the investment, but they're shitty NFTs. They are, they are just not cool looking. They're, they're just they're horrible. And yet you know what really this, would be an interesting sort of dissection, floor. Joel would be to like talk to the community managers of cryptodes. Like after they launch these, like, what is it that they were doing to build that community so strong? Because that's where the that's where the power of this is. And look at that. There's only 3,200 cryptodes holders. Yep. And they and 747 ETH has transacted on these things. I, I'm sorry, but like when I saw I wouldn't have bought listed, one of those. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Bought that. But I mean, there's a few that are like some of the hand-drawn ones. This guy wants to sell it for 300,000 ETH. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Um, but I see the projects every day and I never 
would have bought these. So what was it that resonated with people that made this a big deal? I don't yeah, does it know. Does have amazing utility? I'm not sure. Cyber Kongs blew up. Like, look at that. 33,000 ETH they've sold. Uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, right? They've sold 30, 366,000 ETH. And there's that one Yahoo trying to sell one crypto for 300,000 ETH. Like, what a dipshit. You know, he's, that's just, but he's just doing it for giggles. So, you know, the NFT market cap is is big. I think that it is very typical in the first wave of early adoption, which is the cycle that we have been in to see a boom and a lot of media hype and coverage and then a pullback. And we're going to see the um, the the good projects that make it for the long haul. And we're going to see the majority of other projects um, either be, you know, stable or languish over time because there's just, there's too many. And now there's not enough collectors because everybody's trying to jump on the bandwagon. And that this is where you're going to hear people saying NFTs are dead, right? Be but they're not, they're just beginning. Mm -hmm. It's just that the masses aren't here yet to buy. And it's still going to be a few years before we get to that first phase of, of mass adoption. Yeah. Well, we're going to, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. There's going to be a big shift going on where folks are, you know, 2020 was the year of DeFi, 2021 is the year of NFT. And we talked about this, 2022 is the year of play to earn. Mm -hmm. So ready player one, this is kind of happening, right? More and more people with these lockdowns and losing jobs and the economy getting shut down and all this other crazy shit. People are spending more time in front of their phones and play to earn is really launching and going to be so huge. It's already huge and it's going to get bigger. Well, and you could see here the story that just came out yesterday on News BTC, Vulcan Forge. These guys have uh, their own metaverse, which, by the way, I'm going to call 2023 as the year of the metaverse. Right now, the foundation's being laid, but metaverses are going to take off uh, over a year from now is when we're going to start seeing, you know, the hype and people getting, you know, trying to scramble for land. Vulcan Forge has the Vulcan verse, their own MMO rpg that you can own land in and i mean their tokens worth like eight bucks right now and they are launching a dex for gaming tokens so that basically it's not just their own um gaming tokens it's any gaming tokens they've got four active pools for ygg sand the sandbox axie infinity and vnla uh, is coming and uh you're going to be able to trade one gaming token for another on the Vulcan decks. This is genius. It's a big deal. So, hey, reach down, go, go down the bottom. Connect, uh, scroll down. Oh, media contact, Jimmy. 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 Jimmy's a contact. Shout out to Jimmy. Every yeah. time you see a Jimmy, you shout out to Jimmy. <laughs> so it's not just, you know, Vulcan forged and their Vulcan verse, it's Splinterlands. It's uh, Star Atlas. It's Axie Infinity. There's new ones coming out that Travis and I are getting to, uh, you know, play a role in as advisors. You're going to be hearing about on this show soon. Play to Earn is going to be all the rage. Uh, you're going you're gonna to have these people that have not made squat playing video games and computer games before that all of a sudden are paying for their college you know, and paying right. their, their rent, uh, buying yeah. their Lambo or whatever, because they're earning crypto or they're earning NFTs that they can then turn around and sell for crypto. Think about it. You know, you've, you spend all this time consuming video games that you have to pay 
you know, maybe you pay 60 bucks for the game for the right to play it. And then you spend hours and hours and hours playing it and you earn nothing. Like that was one of the epiphanies that I had that we've talked about before, Joel, was I think it was in uh, Nintendo 64. I was playing, um, I was playing uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And then it took about 140, 150 hours to master that game. From what I recall, vaguely, I don't, I didn't keep track of it, but that was just my guesstimate. I was like, we spent 150 hours on this fucking game. You hey, Ocarina. I was like, my God, I could be building websites. I could be learning how to do other stuff that's going to be profitable. This is not profitable at all. This was a huge time suck, right? Well, now that shift is going to be changing. We're playing video games means there's value adds there for you. So not only are you going to have fun doing it, but it's profitable in the process that right there, it takes away, you know, it's like, it's really, I've always, always said this, like, imagine if instead when you were buying, when you bought your MacBook for $3,000, if instead you got Apple stock with that, hmm. right. Or you got some Apple tokens with it as a social token for us. Like, Hey, thank you for being part of our community, you know, and being a part of our loyalty program. Like if instead of buying that Mac, you actually had spent, you know, that $14 Apple stock and spent that three grand on that, you made a whole lot of money, right? So it's like the the, the shift, there's a big power shift that's going to happen where those big profits that would normally go to these huge monolithic tech companies are being distributed amongst the consumers and the users of these platforms. And I think that is a tremendous shift, Joel. We're building, you're right, we're building a new economy around this. And so uh, the year of DeFi, the year of NFTs, the year of play to earn, followed by the year of the metaverses. And the metaverses, you want to keep an eye on. Some of them are already blowing up, but they're nowhere near mass adoption. Upland, Decentraland, Sandbox, right? These are ju just a few of them. Cyber voxels or crypto voxels. Um, and uh, there's more. There's more of them. There's more popping up all the time. And then many of these generative projects are building metaverses within metaverses. They're, they're carving out properties in the sandbox that if you own an NFT from their collection, you'll be able to attend events like Snoop Dogg is building in the sandbox and you'll be able to attend a Snoop Dogg conference in the sandbox metaverse if you own one of these NFTs. Uh, mm. it, it's just, it's, it's so meta and it's going to happen and it's going to be big. I don't know which ones the big winners are going to be, but you know, the ones I mentioned are the ones that are more established now. And when the media hype happens, um, I think that you're going to hear these names again. Yeah. What are the plots of land called on uh sandbox land? It's called land. Yeah. Land. Okay. Because I'm looking for them. You don't get them on OpenSea. You got to go to Sandbox to get them. No, back. you can go on OpenSea to buy them. I mean, they do they do releases of new plots. I think they're about halfway sold out, but they do them. They stage them over time, and there's all premium right. lands. But you can definitely buy them on OpenSea. Hmm. As I'm looking, all I see is like little little voxel creatures. Yeah, they're there. So right. let's uh, let's do shout outs here. Of a few projects that have come our way. The first one is one you came across because you're a Kobe fan. KB24. Com. Tell us about uh, this project. Yeah, so KB24, this is, um, this actually used to be Kobe's foundation URL, I believe. Uh, KB24, it was his website, and um, they're going to be selling, as you saw there, for 0 .08, which is a perfect number for him because that was his first jersey number. Uh, and a big percentage of these proceeds are going to the Mamba and Mamba Sita Foundation. So you remember... Last year, I think it was last year, 2020, 
when uh, Kobe and his daughter passed away in that helicopter crash. And uh, so they were actually able to go out, buy KB24 domain name uh, off of a secondary market because some scammer had purchased it and whatever. And they were actually able to bring it back to around Kobe. And so there's going to be these different, uh, what is that, what, 10,000 different Kobe's that are available. I'm surprised they didn't do like 8,888 Kobe's or something. But you can read this this letter right here and uh, talks about the story of what happened, how they were able to. This is what he used to use to uh, to actually communicate with his fans. And so they are launching these bad boys here shortly, I think in the next week or so. And uh, you can get whitelisted, go to their Discord. And um, I've not actually seen the artwork, but I know that uh, it, it, it looks purple and gold. Yeah, they're, they're not showing uh, artwork on here. That's kind of like a teaser right here. You can kind of see something going on in the, the background here. They're like yeah. little characters. Um, yeah. But my favorite Kobe, NF, my favorite NFT of all time is a Kobe. It's the uh, mm -hmm. Forever Mamba that I actually have behind me uh, right there. The, Your Kobe infinite object. Off. Yeah, it's, a, it's an infinite object. You can actually see the NFT moving right there in my infinite object. <laughs> So kb24.com, you guys can uh, can check this out and uh, the, this, go to the Discord. Always go to the Discord or the Twitter yeah. to find out what's happening. Great team, great team, great group of people. They probably could have made it be like 0 0.0824 because he was number eight and he was number 24. Mm. Could have had the, had the fun play, make it 8,888. Well, they great still team can. over there. Maybe yeah. they'll listen and, and, uh, yeah. and do that. Sorry I don't know. More. So uh, sports NFTs, great. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I've had my fill of apes. How many ape knockoffs can we have? I want to see some other animals in the uh, the NFT space. So how about the Peacock Society? Uh, this is one of them that came to me. I thought, you know what? This is unique enough and cute enough that uh, we want to tell you guys about it. Peacock Society nft.com 10,000 handcrafted peacock nfts while peacocks are known to be proud and arrogant these creatures are nothing like that they're down to earth and yearn for a human owner there's a couple i really like some of these um they're they're going to be minting for 0.05 eth starting on october 15th uh, timestamp this show is october 12th so just in, this guy right here look at him his eyes popping out he's got an axe in his head this one's taking a bath that one looks kind of like, and then there's the one with the, with the tie over there. It kind of looks like the Twitter bird. Uh-huh. It says over here, though, in the show notes, it says that it's uh, it's it's using uh, BSC pancake swap staking to generate high returns, but it's on ETH. Um, so, yes, they are there. So here's what's happening the at 30%. They're using 6%, about 30 ETH from the sale, to buy and stack cakes and pancake swap. The return from the staking will go to the community treasury and then they're oh, okay have... i see what they're going to do that makes sense mm -hmm. so you have to fund um, us the the swap right you can you can yeah i stake cake as well and earn cake, cake i wonder staker. how much that would be though 30 percent of the year 30 ETH. that's going to be an interesting that should be interesting to be able to do that that's good see projects that actually take their stuff and then give a way to earn back to the community i think is great finding utility it's like how do i leverage these nfts to make more money and this is what I like. So I, I like when they sweep the floor or stabilize the floor. Uh, I like when they do merch for people who like that. But what I really like are airdrops. 
when I know that buying this NFT is going to get me more NFTs in the future, uh, usually for free plus gas or just free, um, the, I pay attention to that. All right. Because when you see that happen, for example, with the pudgy penguins, right? We knew a gift was coming for pudgy penguins, which doesn't open till Christmas, by the way. And you saw the floor on penguins go. Same thing with the doge pound. If you know something else is coming, the value of what you've already got. And the beauty of this is it never has to stop. As long as you've got an engaged community that loves what you're doing, you could continue to iterate. I mean, some of these projects are going to be iterating and dropping stuff. They're going to be brands. You're going to see television cartoons around some of these NFT projects. And, and I'm not talking seen about it with like the stoner cats. Have you watched that first episode of stoner cats? I haven't watched it yet, but that was designed specifically for that. I'm talking about pudgy penguins, bored apes, All you right, know, right. gutter okay. cats that a cartoon will come out of this that will be licensed by Paramount, right? Or, or, or probably or, games that'll pop out like Angry right. Birds and stuff, right? Yes, you're not, that's it. You're tracking exactly. And you don't know which those are going to be. So, you know, buy the art that you like. That's important, but check the community and check the uh, the roadmap. Uh, and so you guys can check yeah. out the Peacock. NBC, Society. I bet it's all going to be all over these proud Peacocks. Right, must, must see NFTs. Yeah, uh, PeacockSociety.nft. Next one, also animals, just because I like sloths. I think sloths are just the cutest damn animal. And I don't know if you've ever seen them in, in person, but I've been to a, a sloth reserve um, where they, you know, take care of these uh, little guys and they're just the best. So, you know, you had me at sloth when, uh, when they wrote me and, and told me about these. I'm like 4,500 unique, super chilled, collectible sloths to help you to remember to slow down relax and smile and this is what got me right here that life is supposed to be fun come on very nice so 4500 of these sloths those are pretty cute 40 mm percent -hmm. of the revenue goes right back to the community there are going to be some amazing prizes up for grabs are these live right now these sloths these are not live yet you're going to be able to go to the and, and get a, a pass into the slaughtery where they'll do monthly uh prize draws mints or collabs okay. And uh, and then, of course, you've got the sloth lounge that gets you into the community of sloth lovers. And this is one of the things that I absolutely love about these communities is when you go in there, the people are passionate about the NFTs that they have. They love them. They use them. It's become a thing where profile pictures on Twitter are now dominated by these NFTs. Yep. Yep. So true. And actually so much so that Twitter is is implementing a verification system to prove that you can't you can't show an nft as your profile picture unless you own it right or i think i mean you probably can but if you have one that you own it'll show a little verification by your image mm -hmm. I, I love this sloth manifesto trav this is like this is fun formula for me life is to be enjoyed relaxing is not a waste of time you don't need to be busy to be successful don't take yourself or life too seriously and be kind above else sloths are not lazy we're just good at relaxing mm. yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's some serious message there be kind there's so much division in the world now if somebody doesn't believe exactly what you believe people get all upset about it like why oh, does this person not believe what i believe man this person's horrible like, you're canceled you know some of my greatest friends, like we don't agree on everything. Like you don't want to. That's how you grow. If everybody has the same vanilla opinion, then you're all basically 
not growing or learning from each other. It's a basically a boring circle of friends you have. If that's it, it's worse than that. Like I, I don't really follow the football, but there's a coach that just got canceled for something he racist. He said 10 years ago. I don't even know if it was racist or not. I haven't seen an it. Email. heard about in it an, in, email, in a yeah. private in a private email. And here's what I say. You know, if the dude apologized for whatever he said, if it was truly, you know, racist or offensive, then accept it. Uh, these people, I think he upset. I think he upset the commissioner because he called the uh, the uh, the gay F word. He called the commissioner a gay F word and a big <laughs> pussy when it comes to things. And, uh, and so well, I think he, I think Goodell got pissed off and was like, oh, no, no. Oh, he called me that. Oh, I'm he's, he's out. I, I'm pretty sure that was part of it. But I, yeah. I don't know. For sure. Well, whatever it was, somebody was offended. And I got to say, if you're one of these people that participates in canceling other people for something they did 10 years ago, you're a horrible person. You're, you're you're more horrible than anything they said 10 years ago you're in a horrible. private email. You're horrible. So true. what happens to sloths if um, if they die and come back from the dead? Well, they might be sloth zombies, but that's not what this project is. This one here is nice, fun zombies. Nice, you know, fun zombies. going on today of funness. Right. I, I like fun. Nice, fun, fun zombies enter the universe of nice, fun zombies An undying NFT art project and community. I'm not a, I don't like Walking Dead. I don't watch zombie shows. These guys, I dig. I'm like, all right, these are cute. These are cute zombies. Yeah, these That's zombies. So bad. I can get down with only uh, 2000. Oh, OK, OK. No, no, 2000 8, are reserved 8, for the NFZ holders. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Right. OK, okay. so What's 0.06. ETH, nice fun zombie. Oh, nice fun zombie. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Do acronyms. Look at this guy. He's he's puking the rainbow like the Snapchat uh filter is. I could see these doing well because people like zombies. People love the walking dead. This could be something that could be a big one. When does this when does these uh mint? So these mint, it says mid-October here. Um looking for the actual date i'm not seeing it but they are definitely they're implementing game mechanics they've got um you know a zombie universe that they're building on this they're going to they claim to build partnerships collaborations airdrops merchandise and what i like about a lot of these is by having a um an nft you become part of the dow the the creators of these are interested in what does the community want to do Right. It's not just this is what we're going to do. It's like, hey, let's take a vote. What should we do next? Well, how would the community, you know, if you're if you're a holder of the NFT, you're a stakeholder. Right. Right. <clears throat> and you so get true. to decide what's going to happen here with the vision for this thing. So, uh, of course, they have their discord as well. Uh, I don't know the exact drop date, uh, but there are some of the creators of it. One of them appears to own a, uh, a board ape. Another one, an uninteresting unicorn, which uh, I like those. That's a great project as well. Yeah, there's the uh, that's a Wall Street bets guy. Mm. Version of that. Yeah, those are those are cute. I like those. Those are those are fun. And uh, what is the uh, what is RAR trading? RAR, you know, these guys. I, I spotted RAR. It's R A W dash R dot com. Uh, I spotted them on Wax probably I don't know six months or so ago. And I liked what they were producing, but they didn't really have direction. And now they do. Uh, there's a generative set called the giveaway bots. And check out these guys right here. Look at look at these. 
I I love to see those avatars. Are, that looks like a cartoon to me. That mm-hmm. looks like to me those guys looks like cartoons. How, does it look like a game? Because that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, it looks they're, like they're, it could be a game too. It looks like a cartoon. It looks like a game. Very cute little characters. Very Disney like. Mm-hmm. They're they're dropping these avatars now. Oh, it's a child's illustration animation artist is doing this. See if you can go if we can go here to the actual drop here. Here you go. Go to the drop. It's on wax. It started now. I've picked up some of them myself. And you can see here they're animated, right? These are moving figures. Each one is a one of one. You can get one for 300 wax. You can see a bunch of them have sold out already. And I think he's going to be listing more of them. Um, and there's going to be a game around it. So you can purchase them on Nefty Blocks, but if you go to uh, raw-r.com forward slash giveaway bots, then you can go here. And the long-term, uh, you know, plan here mm-hmm. is uh, two games. What is the URL for the uh, for the Nifty? Uh, on Nefty, Nefty Blocks. Yeah, yeah. It's NeftyBlocks.com. Oh, trading C forward slash RAR trading one again it's in the show notes i'm gonna, snag, one real quick. I'm gonna snag that baseball guy this one right here forward I like slash it. Doing ones of ones this is kind of cool mm-hmm. forward slash 100 is uh the nifty show nifty.show forward slash 100 for all the links uh finally there's one other wax project that i wanted to point out i picked up some of these funny cats this is the series one right here i picked these up when i saw them because i go through atomic cub and in, in nefty blocks and i look what's coming out and if i see something i'm like oh i want to support some independent projects i'll throw a few wax at this or that and see what happens and then i i love when i see that hey they're building on this and they're doing um another pack sale these are the original cats. These are the ones that you get now in packs, but check this out. They have, well, let me do this first. I'm going to go to packs and I'm going to go to, where do I unpack them? Let's see. Those are those original ones are cute. Like this, like the uh, Superman one and the Batman one. Yeah. So I went here and I bought some packs and I'm going to open up uh, this one right here. This game pack. Okay. The ultimate game pack. This has five cats in it. And see what kind of kitties we got here. Wow. They're they're, sec, they're next generation crypto kitties. All right. I got an epic, um, a rare, a common. Oh, you got a rare, Yoda. And, got, oh, and a Loki. A very wise kitty. Now check this out, Trav. Box now, now, if you go to this, they have built a uh, staking platform. So once your cats are open, I'm logged into my wallet right here. I let me refresh this because now I have new cats. It should go up. Yep. I have cat power. I'm earning 25.65 cat per hour right here. Mm. And then I can claim my cat here, my cat coins. And so uh, I don't know what they're going to do with this yet. I don't know what the long term plan is for funny cats to, uh, to to use this cat coin. But here's what I love. All I have to do is open the packs and have these. And they're cats. staking for you automatically. They're staking automatically. Nice. And, and and I like that. So it's in beta testing right now. And I'm like, you know what? Hey, I'm not a, a cat advisor, cat token advisor, but. Um, well, that's cool. When you're staking, there it is. They automatically have utility. 
it's it's right there. It's just it's working for me. I don't have to go and see the thing like, you know, our planet did staking early. You had one at a time, click the card, click the card, click the card. Now they're all in staking in a in a multi-sig wallet. They're all in there. And if you want to unstake them, it takes a long time, but they're earning. We're being staked. I don't have to do anything except get the NFTs and have them in my wallet and I'm automatically earning. I like mm. that. I like that as well. Funnycat.fun. Funnycat. Lots of fun, fun going on. A lot of fun going on. Today. Yeah. You know, I did not even pick up on the fact that um, <clears throat> fun was the uh, the theme for today. Yeah. But sloths are fun. Nice fun yeah. zombies are fun. Uh, the raw trading giveaway bots are fun. Funny cats are fun. Like, uh, and, and uh, Trav, you've got some fun of your own coming along Why don't you, um, talk about well, that? you know it's it's uh it's not so much fun as it is more epic is the idea around this and so uh, we've teased about it in the past a little bit about what's going on and uh so i'm launching a new show called the epic shit show and um it's really we're, we're gonna be doing some interesting things on this where every guest that comes on the show we have a disney animator who is creating a character for that particular guest and what we've decided to do is every seven episodes, we're going to do a generative NFT launch of those seven guests. And based on how popular those guests are, that will be how many there, there are of that particular one. So like if a guest maybe doesn't have as much of a following as somebody else, there'll be less of those. However, those, even though there's less of them, those make them the most rare ones, right? And um, part of those proceeds, actually a significant part of the proceeds are going to go to the guest that comes on the show uh significant to the to the uh disney animator team that are doing these things so these things are super cute and uh, i'll come on uh, a nifty show and, and show you some of them we're gonna actually we have a a travis and a joel already created the the aaron rufus version is being created right now these are bad bits and we're gonna actually launch these give these away on the nifty show and bad crypto as a preliminary to kind of show people what's coming with uh these particular collection but we're gonna have a blast we're already working on uh, we've already created the discord and it's it's set up and it's ready for users now so if you want to be part of this and come check out and see the epic shit that i'm doing you can go to discord.gg forward slash epic shit and as a giveaway i'm going to give away a couple of packs for folks <gasps> and uh, we'll figure out how we're going to give it away but you need to join the discord and inside the giveaway i'm going to give away a series one garbage pail kid packet pack and a series one blockchain heroes pack so one person will win one one person will win another and then i'm going to throw away some other stuff in there as well and uh we're going to be installing the nft bot in there to to give away nfts uh every so often within the community and i love my um, the names for the different levels are pretty funny they're all based on shit so when you come in you're a shit talker and you can level up all the way to King Turd of Shit Mountain. Uh, all these different levels in there. You, level five, I think, is Big Poopa. I love it when you call me Big Poopa. But uh, yeah, so there's uh, we're gonna have fun on there talking. You know, really, the whole thing is is to create a community of epic people, right? Because a lot of the people who run this world, they have these think tank sessions all day and figure out how they control us and put the vice grip on us even further. And so we need a group of epic people who can figure out how to make this world and uh, keep this world free and, 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 and better. So, you know what, just assembling a group of uh, amazing people 
who want to do good stuff for the world. That's what it's all about. And we're going to interview amazing people. So far, we have uh, Ja Rule said he would come on the show. Rose McGowan said she would come on the show. And uh, we also have Rob Pryor, the uh, two-handed Da Vinci artist of all those things. He's coming on the show. We got a bunch of other people out Wait, there as well. That sounded funny. The two-handed artist. He has two hands. Two-handed artist. <laughs> he paints with the two hands. At the now, if he time. was a three-handed artist. Well, yeah, he does. Uh, he paints with his forehead, too, a little bit. So it's <laughs> he does. He leans it up. We're going to have fun. So go check it out. Come come check out the Epic Shit Show. Uh, we're setting up the website now. It's It's not up. It will be. Um, we're launching that on Roundtable, and uh, we're going to have a nice studio that Joel and I are going to be able to attend uh, regularly in uh, in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, once it gets all set up. And I'll do a lot of stuff there live, and um, be doing it uh, from here. So if you like, if you like what I say and like to hear more, go tune in the Epic Shit Show Discord.gg forward slash Epic Shit, and then I'm going to set up some other social channels as we go. I smell a hit, or maybe I just smell some Epic Shit. Maybe maybe epic shit. It's either going to be epic or it's going to be a shit show. All right. It's going to be great. And Travis will be back here on the Nifty Show. You can count on it. Starting with the next episode, my son Zach will be joining as co-host. And NFTs go forward. Lots of creating happening here at Blockchain Heroes Central. And uh, we're really excited about what the future is going to bring. Thanks for watching and or listening. Please share the show. And of course, keep it nifty. Oh, wait. This is your last show. You should say keep it nifty. Be epic and keep it.